Well, two bills that failed tonight in the Senate, just as I thought it would. But what that means for the coming year, I think that's going to be the interesting thing. Let me run the intro, and we'll discuss it. Thanks for tuning in to the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lonoso. Keys to Gems fearlessly goes after a better understanding of every topic discussed. I hope you enjoy listening and take something away from each episode. And if nothing else, always know there is nothing we should fear discussing and understanding better. With that said, let's get to it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the 80th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. I won't be before you too long. So as I mentioned in the open, we had some business as usual BS go down in the Senate. Tonight, at the time of recording this, it's the 20th, I guess it was last night, the 19th. The John Lewis voting rights bill was voted down. And not only was the voting rights bill voted down, a carve-out, or basically a special uh, use of a filibuster, was also voted down. Now, what was in the voting rights bill that makes it so much of a big deal? As many of you may know, around the country, many states are enacting laws that directly affect not only the way people vote, but also the availability to vote, who controls the vote, who can overrule the vote, and also the actual voting process. Now, things that were in the John Lewis voting bill included uh, Section 5, basically bringing that back, the thing that was struck down by the Supreme Court, where in order to make changes, the states would have to ask permission to make sure they weren't doing any slick shit like Georgia did a couple of years ago and just dumping people off the voting rolls. It also was going to give felons, convicted felons, once they served their time, it was going to give them their voting rights back once they were out of jail. In addition, <laughs> it was a lot of good things in there. Protections against gerrymandering. Many people know that every 10 years, some wild stuff goes on. And it was some prote protections that were built into the bill, this, the John Lewis voting bill. And this meant that states couldn't just gerrymander a district. So no matter how you voted, it will always be for the minority. This bill would have been a great thing for like big D democracy in our country. But let me tell you a little bit more of why it matters to you that this didn't pass. See, we have a representative democracy. Some sociologists and you know, legal scholars would say we have an oligarchy in some cases because it's just the rich running everything. Now, we have a couple of coasts, the third coast down here in Texas and like in the Florida Panhandle area. Then we have the east and west coast. That's where most of the people live, on those coasts. In the big states, California, you know them. 
the, the, the major states that come across, not the swing states we're talking about during elections, but the big states that are usually like what they call blue or democratic. Now, the voting rights bill basically would have helped to protect the people that are in the majority. As we all know, we had a president for the past ever that has been elected by the electoral, or put in power by the electoral college. Well, the electoral college, even as it is right now, it wasn't always the way that it is, but it was not meant to govern or it was not put in place to govern the United States at the size that it is right now. Even our Congress, the way it's made up, wasn't really meant to take care of the type of country and the layout that we have right now. What does that mean? I'll explain. So, easy civics lesson. Every state has two senators, right? Yes, they do. Wyoming probably has more animals than people, yet they have two senators. Rhode Island, know some good, great people up there. They're a tiny state. You can literally fit that, that whole state inside of Houston, literally. Not figuratively, but literally. But they have two senators. So you have some folks that live in the middle bit of the country, you know, the, the plain states, the North and South Dakota, Kansas, and Missouri, and we won't talk about the Missouri Compromise and that racist bullshit that went down for that. But we have a lot of people that are basically the minority now, yet they have rule. And that's not the way a democracy or a representative democracy is supposed to work. So what the John Lewis Voting Rights Bill would have done would have helped to move things in the direction of, because it's not going to change, it didn't get rid of the Electoral College, it didn't change the represent, representative numbers in Congress, the House of Representatives, or Senate. But it did help move things towards the majority rule instead of the BS that we have going on now. Now, it failed, I would say down party lines, but it didn't. Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema, the man, those two, I'm not wishing bad on nobody, but if something bad happened to him, I ain't gonna be sad. Anyway, <laughs> that's that's just a real talk. I'm sick of those motherfuckers. Anyway, so it was voted down. And of course the filibuster, that was gonna get voted down. Now I have mentioned more than one time, the majority that we have, cause it's, it's 50 plus one, because we have independents that, you know, not Republican or Democrat in the Senate, like Bernie Sanders, but they vote Democratic. So the plus one is Senator or now Vice President Harris. We don't have a majority that is workable. So all the things, the Build Back Better thing, and we'll get it through and all this shit, no. You can only get through what you're going to get through. In fact, Senator Manchin is putting out bullshit tonight after voting down, or I'm sorry, before voting down the damn John Lewis bill the voting rights bill, oh, I'm sure the government will help maintain voting rights. Fucker, you are the government. You're part of it. You should have got what uh, Senator Sinema 
sat down in one of your offices and got things together. But again, Arizona and West Virginia, I think, or Virginia, one of the Virginias, he's the center of. Where are we now? How does this relate to this year? What's going to happen? Because this is a midterm year, is they're going to start making promises. Now, what we have to watch out for is falling into the same scenario that we do around most elections, which is go with the easy thing. I recognize the name. Uh, sure, they're probably talking a whole bunch of lies, but at least it's the liar that I know. No. If they're not working, they're not working for the people they need to go. That's Republican or Democrat. I don't really give a damn. I told y'all before, I was raised in a mostly Democratic area, but I was more Republican when I started making my own choices. But now I'm just independent because I see how both sides are so fucked up, how both sides are so lazy. So I'm mentioning the John Lewis Voting Rights Act tonight, not just to say that this business went down in the Senate as far as a day-long debate, or actually a couple of days, and then a vote to vote it down to basically kill the bill. They, you might hear people say, well, there might be a way to get it through. You can only get through what you can get through. And if the filibuster isn't changed, it's not gonna get through. So you need more than 50 plus one. That's unfortunately the way it is right now. But that is not the way representative democracy is supposed to work. And quite frankly, it's frustrating as hell to me because like you looking, you looking at, for example, you look at a car and then it just sits there. Well, you pay the car note, you pay the insurance, you got gas in and the oil's right, but it doesn't drive. And that's the situation we're in right now. The government just ain't driving like it's supposed to. As I mentioned last week, yeah, a lot of things happen at the local level that most people care about. For example, the roads not having potholes or traffic lights working, or for down in certain areas of the country, flood systems being put in place so flooding doesn't happen as much, or if something like a hurricane happens that is able, mitigating steps have been put in place so people don't lose their homes as much. But the federal government, man, the federal government, it's got a whole bunch of rich motherfuckers that just been sitting there doing Absolutely nothing. They're sitting there getting fucking paid. As I've mentioned before with Senator Manchin, he's part owner, majority owner of a coal company. Of course he's going to have problems with clean energy. There's no, by the way, there's no such thing as clean coal. Just miss me with that. It's not. If you burn it, it's not clean. But even if you burn wood in the fireplace, yeah, it's not clean. That's why you have to open up the flue because you can't just keep the fumes in there. Anyway, we have a situation that we will all be living through together and in different ways. This situation includes looking at candidates, looking at what their agenda is, perhaps looking at candidates that would challenge the people that might be the incumbent. Incumbent meaning the person that would basically keep their seat if they want. It's time for us to do something different, y'all. Now, this is a saying, throw, just throw the whole thing away. Uh, we can't do that. Honestly, our country isn't set up 
for hell we still see a january 6th commission that's going on we saw it on the news everybody knew about it it was on all the stations and yet we still have to find we're still finding out what happened because we don't have a a heavy-handed government apparatus that fixes things like that it's time for a change so i would like to encourage you during this midterm year especially for those that are in midterm where this applies because every state won't have a big midterm election it's going to be going across the country and as stated several times the election day is the election day everywhere Oh, yeah, by the way, that <laughs> the John Lewis voting rights bill would have made Election Day a national holiday. So basically, everybody gets off work, so you can't, you don't have to worry about missing money to get it, to go vote. But that wasn't good enough for them. Anyway, please be aware that the do-nothing motherfuckers in the office right now, a whole lot of them got to go. Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell, the head of the GOP a portion of the Senate, those old motherfuckers. Like, how are you in the Senate for 30 years? That don't even make sense to me. He can straight up retire. Well, he's rich anyway. Like, rich, rich. He's one of the richest people in the state that he represents. Not even from Kentucky. But in the state that he represents, he's one of the richest people. Funny how they're like bottom of the drum with education though somehow he keeps wanting hmm. anyway please be aware that these changes need to be made please be aware that this election year this midterm election year is an opportunity to start moving us toward that direction the majority should rule you should not want it to be just because it's this way and i'm comfortable with it we should keep it this way because better is possible. So many things need to change. So many people need help. So many policies that could be put in place won't be simply because we have a system that is in place right now that is has a bunch of do-nothing motherfuckers that just sit up there and get paid. And for some reason, many of us not talking at you or to you unless it is you many of us just keep re-electing them and sending them back that's bullshit we gotta do way better than that way better let me get into this next topic for this week's last topic Episode 8-0. Thanks again for tuning in. Want to give reverence to the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. His birthday was just celebrated this week. It was last week, but federal holiday and all that good stuff this week. Many people cherry-picked a, a his, some of his statements, like Mark Rubio. And anyway, I'm not going to get into that. That's not what this is for. <laughs> I was about to just... Let the heat go on motherfuckers and usually white that just cherry pick his statements and to show, oh, look, black people, we're for you. All right, that's enough of that. Martin Luther King meant a lot to a lot of people. And this is about to be a little bit an open letter of sorts from me to you. Martin Luther King existed in a time where it was harder to be an African-American male, African-American, period. 
he existed closer to the time that it was the end of slavery. Because remember, we didn't have the end of slavery until like 1865, 66. And he was a kid a couple of decades after. The thing that really hurts me, and not hurt physical hurt, but it hurts my brain trying to figure out why. We had people like Dr. King that would march from city to city. We talk about miles, y'all. Walking over the Edmund Pettus Bridge. You know the bridge that's named after the Klansman that was a senator? Anyway, covered that already in an earlier episode. We had people that died for us. Dr. Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. A lot of leaders put their life on the line for us to get to where we are. And it seems as though many of us don't have the gumption or the wherewithal, the fortitude that we should have in striving for better. Everybody isn't meant to be a civil rights icon or a leader. That's true. But it seems that we lack the ability to simply stand up and fight for us. And I'm not saying just us black people, but us commoners. Because as as hard as it is for some people to be, like there's, like I saw this thing about every woman that you know has turned around to make sure they were safe or they were scared to, or maybe had to carry their keys as a weapon to walk in the dark. Okay, I'm not talking about that. All of us have to live in this damn country and this damn globe that we call Earth. And while we might not agree on everything, there are certain things that we should agree on. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? No, can't really agree on that. Because those ideas were bastardized from John Locke and the Enlightenment period. If you want to find out about that, read about it. I would love to talk to you about it if you hit me up, but... No, this isn't the platform for that. It would take a lot more time <laughs> discussing lock and epistemology and work and all that and ownership of things. We have to pull in the same direction. I don't think it's fair that people died for us, died for the ability to do certain things, like vote, like not have to sit in the back portion of a city bus or give up their seat when a white person wanted to sit down. I don't think that we should not care and not have the same intensity and fervor in trying to create proper things in our lives, trying to reach for better. Part of this reason, or part of the reason that I do this podcast is, yeah, it's common sense approaches to several things. It's, yeah, it's my spin or my take on things, but it's also to remind you, it is absolutely necessary that we fight for us. It is absolutely necessary that we stand up for us. Dr. King assassinated many, many years ago. John Lewis passed away. Malcolm X assassinated. So many people died for us, but they did not die for us to sit on our asses and not do anything toward making 
our place, our station better. Not just for us, but for those around us. So don't sit on your ass. Don't let the death of those great leaders, of those people that left families behind, that helped shape this nation and helped push us towards a better direction, don't let their deaths be wasted. With that being said, this has been the 80th episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lonoso. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.